I just want to do God's will. What you're seeking is a blessing from God. You must expect a miracle. You have the power of choice. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Life Today Live. A couple minutes late, working on some technical issues, but it's going to be worth it, I know, because I, I had a nice visit with today's guest a couple months ago at NRB. Um, and Benny DeChiara is is my uh, guest today. No, he's not in the mafia. He is a rock singer and preacher and just a really interesting guy, and he's been through a lot. And, and I just, I don't know, I had a great time talking with him um, out in Nashville, and I thought, yeah, yeah this is someone that uh, I want my audience to hear from. So I know you're going to appreciate this today. Chat is open, by the way. Uh, you're welcome to be a part of the conversation. Um, hit share, hit like, subscribe. Mm, what's the other one? Uh, follow, things like that. You know, We're on free Twitter now, which is great. So uh, we appreciate you wherever you're watching. I want to show you uh, the latest EP. Um, I, it looks like a CD cover. I don't know if that's just art or, or do you actually still make CDs? I don't know. But this is Benny's band, Empowered. Uh, and so give you a little idea. I mean, it's, it's rock and roll and I like, yeah, I like all styles of music. Uh, and, and I know it takes a lot of different styles to reach different people. So I'm cool with it. Benny, how you doing, man? Good to have you on life today live. Thanks for having me on. I'm blessed to be able to reconnect with you and, and do this. Today. I'm glad we got our little technical thing. Too. Yeah, still a little, it's still a little wonky on the audio, to be honest with you, but we'll, we'll work through it. So, um, just give me the update because you know it's been a couple months since we talked. Uh, a little bit of band music update before we get into some of your ah the hard things that you've been through. How's, how's the band thing going? Band things going good. We actually had a band dinner the other night with the guys, and we're working on a new record for this summer. Um, Yahweh Nisa is going to be the type of track. Like the Lord is my band, and I just feel like God is calling us as Christians to get off the sidelines and get into the battle for him a little bit. So based on that, I'm like, oh, we can do that. So we're going to, we're going to rock it up for him and hopefully speak to some people and, and have them join in with what uh, he's got for them in their own life. Yep. Quick technical question. Is your mic on your computer? Or is it on you? No, it's not on me. I have a different mic. Can, can you scoot a little closer? Yeah. See if that helps a little closer Maybe. to your laptop. Better, yeah, yeah, get that thing up there close to your mouth so I can hear you. We can understand your words. We, I, I want to know what you're saying. Better, yes, all right, all right, it's live. What can we do? Hey, uh, why, why rock and roll? That's a question. Well, because back in the day, Randy, when I had hair, uh, <laughs> I had a lot, right? So, less is more. So, I, I was born and raised in New Orleans, grew up there, had a secular rock band back in the day, and um, got saved. In 95 and then so god and i had a discussion and i was like so what do i do with all of this music that i have right um i really don't want to do tambourines and hallelujah seriously i don't <laughs> i will if you require it but i would like to just do what i do for you and he said basically he said i've been waiting for you let's go and so thus the the empowered was born Right. And so as music and as a band, God empowers us with that, with that talent, with the ability to be able to reach people that way so that when people hear what we're doing and what we're saying through the music, 
it empowers them so that they can go out and empower others. And basically that was the name of the band. God doesn't judge what kind of music it is. You know, you hear that a lot. Um, there's good music, there's bad music. Um, but we're, make, we're, we're having a party for youth from the stage and it doesn't get better than that. And when you made this uh, conversion from secular rock to Christian rock, uh, the church was 100% behind you, right? Um, <laughs> so does my delay speak a little bit? So so my particular church were excited, yeah. and I was just using my gift for for what God was giving me with that. You know, there, there's that certain, you know what God is? God, Jesus said you can't preach in your own town. I'm just saying. So sometimes it's not about what even, this is what I've learned the most out of that. It's not about what we think other people think about what we're doing. Yeah. If we're being obedient to the Lord, if we're following his command to us yeah. on what to do so that he can use us to reach other people, then man's word does not matter. Yeah, that's right. Because we answer to men, we answer to him. So. So far as an answer goes, I mean, that's about as straight as I can put it. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you heard a little sarcasm in my voice. I, I, and, you know, I grew up, um, we had a lot of, you know, it's just, I don't know, it was just, just garbage. It's like, look, these guys love Jesus. They're singing a style you don't like, but they love Jesus. They're reaching people with the gospel and don't get hung up in style. Let's, let's get to the heart of the matter, which is, which is sharing the gospel. It's converting people. It's people being born again. I'm guessing that you have seen people born again in your concerts that would, you know, not normally set foot in most churches. You see a lot of that. And that's true because they'll come see a They'll come see a Christian rock show before they'll listen to your particular pastor praying your church sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it happens that way. I mean, and I still have issues with some things like in, in, in churches or bigger churches that have active praise and worship teams or whatever, you know, you want to say excessive fog machines is not what the Holy Spirit looks like filling your sanctuary. That sounds sarcastic, right? I'm just saying. Or or light show, right? With the strobe right. and it's that a little bit. Now I get it in today's modern world being able people for that but there's a very fine line between praise and worship and performance and worship so we're a performance and worship band meaning we do not have a pastor following us so praise and worship teams usher the body into his presence so that they can receive the word that the pastor has been given to deliver to the congregation and so it's different when we perform because we're performance and worship we don't have a pastor coming behind us so if you don't feel the love of Jesus coming across the footlights when we're playing, you know, then we're doing a disservice for the talents that he's given us to do it. That makes sense too. Yeah, no, I, I think it is, you know, I mean, it comes down to my sheep know my voice and, and obey. So, I mean, you know, when, when you're not doing anything contrary to scripture, in fact, you're doing exactly what scripture says. That's where I just, I, some of the art, side of it the form the style i i don't i just don't think it matters i I think god uses all sorts of styles to reach all the people and i'm 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 cool with it i I love it actually um let's get into some of your well just tell us what happened well about seven years ago we're we're just over six heading into seven years ago uh october 
I'm the, I'm the politico in my family. So I was watching the news. This is around 2015. I'm watching the news because there was a big election coming up. So I was trying to see who the least crazy person was to place a vote, who lined up with me more biblically, that type of thing. That's how I do it. And so I fell asleep on the sofa. And so at 6.30 the next morning, my wife wakes up because my alarm went off in the bedroom with her behind a locked door. So I'm thinking, I'm in trouble. So, but she comes out the door with my phone and I, I recall her holding it out to me. And I've got like a 20 minute hold. I don't remember anything mm. after. So what she basically told the, the, the neurosurgeons were, by the time she got to me, I was on the wood floor section of my living room and I was horizontal. Did not catch myself. I just fell, struck the back of my head on the floor. I had a, a double fracture in the back of my skull, but I didn't bleed out. I didn't break the skin. I had a frontal lobe crushed. So a traumatic brain injury. Um, in the hospital, in ICU, MRIs, all that type stuff. Uh, could not speak. Couldn't think straight. Just crazy stuff, right? And so ICU for 24 hours. After a few days, they sent me home. First month in recovery, I'm in a recliner because it was more comfortable than sitting up. And I slept about 20 hours a day. Donna would give me a powery for fluid, she would give me an insurer for food because I wasn't eating, I wasn't together enough, and she was, yeah, so she became a full time nurse. And thank God for a wife that would do that. Um, that's a blessing. And, and she got me through that first month, and then I slowly started coming out of it every month. It's like about two, three months for me to, to go back to the neurosurgeon and get completely relieved. I mean, I would walk around my house, Randy, in a walker. So, I'm on the ceiling most of the time. I'm up here all the time, right? Donna enjoys when I'm sleeping because she gets pregnant. So it's like that. And from that to walking around with a walker to get to the to the bathroom was that was a humbling moment. What what I mean, did you have the awareness to even wrestle with God? Like, God, what's going on? Why 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 did this happen? What are you where's your hand in this? You know, not in the first month because I was kind of basically unaware wow. in the first month. But in the second month when I started coming out, I mean, I had a lot of these prayers. Really? Yeah. I mean, that was literally sure. my prayer. Really? And somebody asked me that recently because six years later, I still have no smell and no taste at all. So I feel stuff. Everything's texture or spicy. I, I put hot sauce on everything. I can feel it, but there's no flavor associated to it. And somebody was like, have you prayed for that? And I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, are you mad that that hasn't come back? And I'm like, well, you know, there's this little guy named Jacob, and he wrestled God all night. And at the end of the night, God said, enough of this. And he touched his hip, and he walked with a limp for the rest of his life as a reminder that he had wrestled with. Uh, right. Mm. So, and I told him, so if the smell and the taste being gone is my Jacob moment, I'm absolutely fantastic with that because here we are on life today talking about this. You and I, we met in, in Nashville. I'm, I'm fully able to do everything that I can except I'm minus two senses, but <laughs> it actually, the fact that he saved my life. Yeah. How do you? How do you put a price on it? Well, I, I'll tell you this. One of the keys to happiness is gratefulness. 
And, I, you know, I've been through some things, too. Um, I still can't feel my upper gums after an accident. What, what is that? You know, I've had I've had some both retinas detached uh, and, and I have some weirdness in, in this eye, you know, and every day I struggle with with my vision, you know. Um, but you're right. I, you, you go, OK, so I, I got a little limp. But I'm going to keep walking, and I'm going to praise God through the whole thing. Have you? You you seem like an upbeat kind of nature guy, uh, and I know for some people it's it's hard to be grateful when they have things going on. But is is that a struggle for you at all? Do you or do you struggle with gratefulness? I know I I I don't even when I'm frustrated at times. Right, I'm still grateful for what I do have. Yeah, and sometimes it's sometimes our humanness is what makes us question this gratefulness, right? Yeah. But the fact that I woke up this morning so I could pray and be ready for our discussion today is just it's, it's a testimony to God's goodness mm-hmm. that regardless of who we think we aren't, man, I don't know if Randy, I don't know if this is going to change. Sometimes we get in God's way and we think we aren't special enough for him to do something with us. And I'm just here to tell you, if you need an example of a miracle, check out your screen because I'm talking to Dean Randy Robeson right now about that. I'm a walking miracle and I don't take that for granted. I will talk to a tree about Jesus. I'll talk to a fire hydrant and hope it starts spewing water about Jesus. It doesn't matter because you only have to almost die once to get it right. And, and so it's, it's exciting when we know what we know in who. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 interesting. One of, one of the one of our viewers says, um, "You know, keep singing, brother." And she says, "People wonder how anyone can say what you're saying, uh, but those of us who deal with ongoing things, we we know you have to praise in the midst of it. Yeah. What does it do for you to get up, uh, on, you know, with a microphone, a guitar, whatever style, and and just praise God with with everything?" It's- Say it a little louder. The audio is a little wonky. There's a saying in the Bible, even the rocks will cry out. Yeah. Even the rocks will cry out. So we are designed greater than rocks because we're humans. We're, we're made in his image, right? So, so for us to be able to, and I'm not saying that everything is a smooth road because once I got saved, I was like, man, this is going to be a piece of cake. I've got Jesus in my life, and I and I was drying my back off one day. I looked in the mirror, and there's this huge target on the back, right? I mean, because Satan does not care about the world because he has them already. But what he wants to do is he wants to get us to follow Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Just to mess with us and make us doubt and make us do all these things that we don't have to. So I'm not saying there's not going to be struggle in your life or even for me it's it would have been very easy for me to just say hey maybe this music thing isn't really what i think he was calling me to do and this is what i found is clearly as i heard jesus say do this for me i've never heard him clearly come back and say guess what i was wrong (laughs) and i think our humanness gets in the way where all of a sudden we say what we think we start telling God what we think his plan is for us when he's got this 
big old plan. Yeah. If we would just shut up and get out of the way, being real here, right? Uh-huh. We just move, if we would just MOVE and not doubt what he's telling us to do, he could do great, marvelous, wonderful things through somebody, are you ready for it? Even like me. <laughs> you. And he can do it as long as we're obedient and pressing yeah, you know, it's it's really easy, and and I, I'm all for, you know, I, you ask God to bless whatever you're doing. I, I, I get that. I think we should. At the same time, we got to be careful that we don't set our own agenda and invite God in, but we figure out what God's agenda is, because he's already invited us in, and get on board, because that's guaranteed success. And I think a lot of Christians struggle and fail because they set the agenda ask God to bless it instead of saying, God, what are you doing and how do I fit in? Cause that's where the real blessing is. Because I know that when I make a decision and then tell God what I think it needs to be, like you're saying, right. <laughs> and that's the results. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. But when I listen to him and he says, Benny, I want you to go from A to B and I, re- and, and I resist going from A to D. The results that I get from listening to God far exceed anything that I could. There's no reason today you and I should be talking. Yeah. In my mind. But God, right? Because mm. he ordains everything. I totally believe that. And and he's like, just 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 like share me. Just share me with people. And just tell them what I did for you, how I stepped into your life and saved it. I can do for them if they just press into me. And that's that's a huge, huge. It's the greatest thing that we can do with our life. Press into to see what he's got for us. Yep. Yep. That's it. All right. We're talking to Benny Dichiara, uh, his band Empowered. New EP looks like this. Uh, it's called Three Days. Uh, and you can you know catch the singles on various platforms. Uh, I've seen some stuff on YouTube. Uh, and you can order. Uh, let me actually let me show you the website. Um, this is his website, rockinforjesus.com. You got to love a guy whose website is rockinforjesus.com. Uh, if you're on Facebook, there's the link to the YouTube video for three days. You can watch that. I'd play it right here, but because of the copyright stuff, they, they pull me down when I play music videos and other people's music. And I get that. But um, so you'll have to check that out. Well, you know. You can go do it now, but you should stick around for the rest of the interview. We've got a few more minutes left. Um, tell me a little bit, Benny, about sort of the message in the music, because we've already talked about what's going on in your life, what's gone on in your life, what God's done in you and through you, and, and, and the medium of rock music. What does the listener hear when they hear you out there singing or hear one of your songs? What's the message? So the message that I just read that they hear God's peace, God's joy, God's love. Our last single is called I'll Meet You There. And my dad passed away in a, a year and a half ago. Um, they diagnosed him with cancer. He had no idea. Nine days, Randy, from diagnosis to dancing with Jesus in heaven. Nine days. And so he and I had a discussion toward the end of his life and, and I'm like, Dad, I need to know that you know where you're going. This is important. And and he told me and he was I mean, Jesus died and rose again. I believe that I'm going to heaven. I'm like, Yes, you are. 
And if I'm being real, it's going to kind of suck for us, but it's going to be great for you. And, but my, even, even in that devastating pain, because man, I love my daddy and he taught me integrity. Mm. That's the biggest thing he taught me with integrity. He had his own business and he says, you do this right because my name is on it. I mean, he was just, he was that guy. And the, through all that sadness of missing him, there's still joy in it because I know I'm going to see him again. I know his address. So the song title, I'll Meet You There, is simply that, right? I'll meet you there. We're going to be dancing in heaven. And so when we put the song together, Mikey Howard is our producer. You might know him from Seven Time Down. He a uh, phenomenal man of God, phenomenal. And we were talking about that song. He's like, do you know what you want? I said, yeah, I just don't want it to be morbid. You know, I want there to be joy because we know what we know. And so, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a part. So hopefully that speaks to some, the music is just a medium to get out. I'm not a pastor with the pulpit. I'm a pastor with the band. Right. And so we don't, and because we don't have a pastor following us in, in the middle of our songs, when we do our shows, we're talking all about what Jesus is doing and, and what each song kind of designates and represents and all that type thing. And it, we have a song, Heal My Heart, and my drummer, his seven-year-old, hasn't seen it. And um, got it about a year ago, and praise God, he's in full remission, and they're going through it at St. Jude's in Memphis, and they're going back and forth, traveling with that. But when we do shows, I let Mick talk to the audience and say, man, Heal My Heart, tell them about that. And even going through all that, he often tells me, if I did not have God as my foundation, I don't know who would have gotten through this. And so hopefully what we're doing from stage does that. It transfers to whoever's listening when they really delve into the lyrics where God has a special message for them at some point in the song. And it may not be the whole song. It might be one line that yeah. just God hits them, but that's not up to me. That's yeah. up to like, yeah. we're doing what he's calling us to do, and then the rest is on him. And I think if we don't put him in a box, he can do great, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I threw the link for those of you that can see the links like Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Twitch, you can see the links. I'm not sure about Twitter. Um, the GodTube link that I, that I threw in there is to Benny's song, um, I'll Meet You There, that he calls Daddy's song. Uh, so be sure to check that out here in just a second. Curious, uh, summer's coming. Uh, I know I, I went to a hockey game last night and for the first time didn't have to wear a mask. Um, so it seems like, you know, COVID has abated, attenuated enough to where we can kind of get out and do things. Are you are you touring? You got some dates on the calendar? I don't have any dates. We're trying to work up some dates. So you're, you're working on a tour, yeah. My month of July is blowing up, but that's because we have some things going on with guys in a band with travel and, and, and St. Jude's and all that other kind of stuff. But we're trying to book some other dates around that. You know, and, and it's funny you mention that because sometimes everybody's panicking about the, about the COVID thing. You know, I didn't see that coming, you know, and I didn't. You knew it from the beginning of time, right? And it's the same thing with the, the lockdown thing. And it's, it's like, I didn't see that coming. Well, guess what? God did. And so there's a lot of things in our lives that we don't have control of. And sometimes we go, man, I didn't see that coming, but God did. And if we can just 
rely on him instead of the world and instead of man, it's all gravy, right? So that's what he said. It's just all gravy. And, and just, that's what the peace of the Lord is. When there's all this chaos going around you, the only reason Peter sank is he started looking at the waves, you know, and he's <laughs> up at Jesus. So if we just keep our focus on what Jesus is doing and what he's telling us to do, it's gravy. We should have it made. I mean, you know, I, let's run on water to it. Yeah. What did you do during COVID? I mean, you couldn't, couldn't tour. You couldn't preach couldn't so much as you didn't have a church. You know, you, you rely on the gatherings. What'd you do? Crazy. I'm sure that was part of it. Um, <laughs> woo. So that, and, and, you know, you just work on what God's given you. Even still, you just work on what God's given you. So like the thing was, my dad came through during COVID. We cut that during COVID. We, we, cut a Christmas song. We did We Three Kings. We did a, a version of We Three Kings. And that was done during COVID. So you can creatively do things like that. But man, I'll tell you, through those kind of times and through those issues, you really got to press in harder to hear what he's saying to you a lot of times. Yeah. At, at least in, in my experience, you've got to press in harder sometimes. It's not easy. It's not easy. You can't tell your wife, I love you, and that's enough. I'm just, I'm not saying, I'm not speaking for all guys. They need more than that, guys. <laughs> they need more than that. Look, they need help with dishes, and they need help with the kids. And it's just a full-on thing. And so how full-on are we for Jesus when he's saying, hey, I'd like you to do something. Yeah. That's why I'm excited about talking with you today, man. It was, it was such a blast meeting you in Nashville. And we had a great hangout. And, and, and I was like, <laughs> yeah i mean what what do you what do you got you know give it to god it's uh, it's that simple and and in concept it's not always that simple in execution sometimes we get in, like you say we get in the way um what last question for you when 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 benny's time on this earth is done you you stand there and, and all of a sudden you can taste and smell again <laughs> everything's restored right um what do you what do you want god to say about how you stewarded your life your music your talent your pain what's sort of your long you know the end game here if he says well done then i know beyond the shadow beyond the shadow of a doubt that I've done what he's called me. And, you know, it's kind of like with my kids. I don't want to leave them a Lexus. I want to leave them a legacy. When I'm gone, there should be zero doubt where I'm living because I'm not dead. I'll be living in heaven. There should be zero doubt for that. Hopefully there's enough legacy left behind that my kids' children learn that from my children because I was able to have a small part that God allowed me to do. Instill that in my children. It happens in business. Maybe business connections that I've had, I've been able to instill or leave something with someone. When I do these interviews, and like our interview today, hopefully and prayerfully, there's someone in your audience who's gone through something and, and anything that we've said today points them to Jesus, and Jesus is just welcome and well done. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
That's it. Man, it's been good to talk to you. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, Katie wants to wants you to know she likes the lights on your wall. Uh, yeah, like, right, right there. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> and uh, hopefully when she hears your music, she'll like your music too. I know. you gotta you got to come through Dallas-Fort Worth, man. I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll be on the front row, like, headbanging like the old guy, right? You know? Uh, I, I can bang him, but there's nothing to throw around. So, I'm less, <laughs> so but I would, I would love to do that. That would be that would be great if we have some friends out that way. So, um, it's great, man. We just hope we just hope and pray that I, I, God put me through certain things in my life, including this injury, to set up what he's doing now. And I fully, fully get that. I'm humbled by that. I understand that. I'm humbled by the fact that people want to talk today. I'm so blessed that we can have, have a good time and maybe talk some Jesus. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. just nothing else, just bolster their faith. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And they can be empowered. That's correct. They can and go empower others, right? Yep. Love it. That's right. Love it. All right, Benny, man. I appreciate you. Check out the website. Uh, rockingforjesus.com looks just like that and you can find out when they get a few dates on the calendar and links to the music uh and and all that kind of stuff um and uh, if, if benny comes in your area by the way go out and support him and uh, bring your friends bring your lost friends you know the ones that like rock music <laughs> and and, uh, and the rest is up to god just, just do what we can man cool man this has been fun i do appreciate you appreciate your bunch be blessed Appreciate you guys hanging out. Hit share, hit like, check out the band and all that stuff. And we'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. Some people get enthusiasm. They imagine it's the Holy Spirit. They want to live the way they want to live and have the Holy Spirit as a bit of uh, something extra. The Holy Spirit must be Lord.